Amen, amen. What a night, what a night. Isn't it beautiful? I have been so enjoying this music. I look forward to this night all year long. I love the fact that we're outside. I love the fact that we're all bundled up. I've got all the vibes, guys. Can you feel it with me? It's Christmas time. We're singing carols outside under the stars. And I, I just eat it up. I eat up the whole season and, and all the different things that we do to try to capture the magic of Christmas. Even the stage, being in, surrounded by people. This is a total trip. I love it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's funny. We, we do all of these things to try to capture the magic of Christmas. But if you went back to that first Christmas, there was, there was nothing clean or sanitary about it. You know what I mean, right? Jesus wasn't born in a hospital. He was born in a barn with all the sights and sounds and smells that you'll find in any barn or stable. You know, my mother-in-law just the other day gave me a Hanukkah gift and it was this candle and the flavor of the candle was called flannel. And so I lit it, I had a fire going in the fireplace, I was snuggled up in my blanket, had my flannel candle going and uh, it was just fantastic. But if they made a candle that actually smelled like Christmas, nobody would buy that candle, you know, the, the real Christmas. But let's, let's take this opportunity just for a minute to go back to that very first Christmas. And I want you to picture those shepherds out in the fields under a, a canopy of stars. And it was a cold night, probably not unlike tonight, maybe even colder, it was winter. I do love the fact that Jesus chose the, the darkest season, the coldest month of the year in which to make his entrance as the light of the world. And there against the, the black backdrop of an inky jet black sky, the heavens were rent open. And suddenly there's a host of angels and this angel declares to these unlikely uh, recipients of this message, these shepherds, these lowly shepherds, he says to them, don't be afraid for I bring you good no news that will cause great joy to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this is going to be the sign to you. You'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. So many surprising elements in this story. But let's start with what the angel says. I bring you good news. This is good news that God came down. That's what we celebrate at Christmas, that God left his throne in heaven and was born as the babe of Bethlehem. Think about that. That is shocking. It's, it's absurd. It's not anything that we would ever think up or, or write out as a script for how God would make his entrance into this world, being born and, and placed in a manger. You know, there's a story about something that happened in World War II in 1944. A guy by the name of Diedrich Reichel was in this city in Germany, and the, the city got bombed. And thousands of people died and, and he was injured and he was, he was laid down on a bench in a train station that they were using as a makeshift hospital. And as he laid in that bench, he could look up and see through the holes in the ceiling, the stars in the sky. And there someone had taken a knife and, and they carved these words into the rafters. Beyond the stars lives a gracious heavenly father. 
And as he sat there, sat there in his pain, and he's looking around at the devastation from these bombs, and he's thinking, I don't need a God who's out there beyond the stars. I need a God who's down here and with me. And that's what we celebrate at Christmas. The God who made the canopy of stars, the God who spoke into existence the cosmos, he left his throne and he came down. Think about that. The almighty God, he housed himself in an embryo, became an embryo. The, 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 the powerful God who spans the universe in the palm of his hands had tiny little fingers and toes that fit inside the palm of Mary and Joseph. The God who was invincible became pierceable. Jesus, God, became a man. Incredible. This baby then grows up. He lives this incredible life. He begins to touch the sick and they're healed. He gives sight to the blind. He, he cleanses lepers. He raises the dead. He makes amazing claims about his own identity. He says he came down from heaven. He says he and the Father are one. He claims to be equal with God. And for that, they crucify him on a cross. Why did he do it? Why did he come? Two reasons, and I'll leave you with this tonight. He came to identify with us. You see, we can never shake our fist at the heavens and say, God, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what I'm going through. You can't comprehend because he does. He knows exactly what you're going through. The Bible says he was tempted in all points just like we are. So he knows what it's like to be lonely. He knows what it feels like to be betrayed. He knows what it feels like to be hurt. He knows what it's like to be thirsty. He knows what it's like to be tired. He knows what it's like to suffer loss. And so whatever you're going through right now, you have a God in heaven who came down so he can identify with you in your pain and in your suffering. And he can walk with you through those things. He came down to identify with you. But not only that, secondly, he came down to save you. See, humanity has a problem. There's this gulf that separates us from heaven, and it's impassable. We could never bridge the gap between humanity and, and heaven because of the sin in our hearts. We've all sinned, the Bible says, and fallen short of the glory of God, which is why Jesus came. He left heaven on a rescue mission. He came to save us from our sins. His name is Jesus. That means God is salvation. And the heart of the gospel message is that Jesus lived the life we could never live. And then he went to the cross and died the death that we deserve so that if we'll put our faith in him, we can have eternal life. We can have our sins forgiven. We can have the slate wiped clean. That's the message of Christmas. That he was the only person in history that it can be rightly said that he was born for the purpose of dying on the cross. In fact, I saw this picture of a wreath on one half of the picture and the other half of the picture was of a crown of thorns. And above the wreath, it said the season and above the crown of thorns, it said the reason. He came to die. He came to suffer. He came to bear your sins so that you wouldn't have to. Amen. And now because his name is Emmanuel, it means God is with us and he's with you right now. He sees you in your hurt. He sees you in your loneliness, but you're not alone. There's a God who left heaven. He came down to this earth and he's with you right now. That's what we're celebrating 
And that's what this whole night is about. That's what this season is about. It's about the king of heaven who came down. And he's not afraid of your mess. He stepped into the mess of this world because he wanted to turn it around. He wanted to bring glory out of a grave. He wanted to bring victory from a cross. He wanted to bring life from death. He wanted to pierce the darkness with his light. And that is the hope of the gospel message. So will you pray with me? Thank you, Lord, for this gathering. Thank you for all these precious saints and this opportunity to, to herald your word, just like those shepherds did all those years ago. Lord, that they went and spread the news to everyone and anyone who would listen. And Lord, we want to be like them. We want to we be the heralds of, of those who, who have received your grace. And then share your grace with others. I thank you for this gathering. And maybe you're here tonight and, and you're lonely, you're hurting, and your Christmas is messy. And it doesn't make sense and it doesn't fit the Norman Rockwell picture that, that we see in paintings and the, you know, the warm fuzzies and the flannel candles and the fireplaces and all the rest. And, and right now you're hurting and you feel scared and you feel all alone. And you don't see a way forward and there's a God in heaven who would say to you, my name is Emmanuel. I am God with you. You've never been alone, not for a minute in your life. God would say to you, I've been with you every step of the way and I'm with you now. And I want you to sense him. I want you to sense his nearness. Just as he met those shepherds 2,000 years ago while they were tending their flocks by night. That same God is here. He's in our midst. I can feel his presence right now. And if you'll reach out to him, the promise of scripture is he'll draw near to you. You see, if you'll draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. That is the promise of his word. If you'll cry out to him, he'll forgive your sins. He'll, he'll come in and he'll wipe the slate clean. He'll wash you as white as snow and he'll write your name in the Lamb's book of life. You say, how does that work? All you have to do is call on his name. You see, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. And so can I just hear everyone who agrees with me and believes in Jesus say this tonight? Say, Jesus is Lord. Praise the Lord. You guys are halfway to uh, salvation right now. Jesus is Lord. We confess with our mouth. And now all that remains is that you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And in that moment, salvation has come to you. You're a brand new creature in Christ. The old things have passed away. All things have become new. Jesus is with you. He's with you in the pain. He's with you in the sorrow. He identifies with you in all of the hurt. He knows what it's like to suffer grief and loss. In fact, that's why he came to conquer the grave. So we thank you, Lord, that you are a savior, that you are a friend that sticks closer than a brother, that you are here with us, that you are Emmanuel, that we're never alone because our King, our Savior, our Lord, is with us. Bless His holy name. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. Amen.